0: Welcome to The War. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. In the course of this series, we've heard the comedy of Eddie Cantor about three times. And really, he was, to most Americans, that was who he was. He was this talented, energetic guy, the Apostle of Pep. But he also had a very serious side, a side that was concerned about human rights and human dignity, and that warned in very serious speeches about the dangers of the rise of fascism in Germany. He was also very active in helping fellow Jews who were in Europe, who were suffering under the persecution of Hitler, which as we'll hear today, spread Everywhere that Germany conquered. Because of his prominence and the plight of Jews in Germany, this program by Eddie Cantor was broadcast by CBS and is a program that expresses the causes closest to this great man's heart. So here now is a fairly short but powerful program broadcast by CBS. On january ninth, nineteen forty three, Eddie Cantor speaks for Euthalia.
1: Columbia brings you Eddie Cantor, screen and radio star who speaks on behalf of the National Youth Aliyah Immigration Committee of Hadassah, the Women's Zionist Organization of America, which has helped in the last ten years to rescue and settle in Palestine nearly 10,000 Jewish boys and girls who came originally from almost every country of Europe. He has taken for his theme the 23rd Psalm, which begins with the words, The Lord is my shepherd, Eddie Cantor.
2: Are you sitting comfortably in your own home as you hear my voice? Are you there with your family and decided to turn on the radio to listen to whatever comes? I cannot promise to preserve this mood of quiet and well-being. I want to make you angry. I want to make your blood boil and your heart ache. I want to tell you about other homes where death is a constant guest and despair and separation are the daily portion of fine women like your wife and sweet children like your own sons and daughters. You are an American, and as an American you owe the terrified victims of Nazi persecution your understanding, your kindness, and your assistance. You owe it to them for many reasons, but chiefly because you are an American whose life and government are motivated not only by words like democracy and freedom, but by what these words mean you owe it to them for your own protection as well. For if in any stifling ghetto there exist men, women, and children who know that the axe and the knife and the hangman's rope are the only certainties in the bitter life, you, an American, cannot rest easy in your bed. You cannot do that because in a world which permits such horrors, the results will seep through to your own children, your own wife, your own grandchildren, now or later on. I speak for Hadassah, the Women Zionist Organization of America. As the American Agency for the Youth Aliyah Immigration Movement, Hadassah has helped to rescue nearly 10,000 Jewish children from the lethal chambers of Europe and bring them to safety, decency, and normal life in Palestine. These children have fled from a Europe where country after country is still being dyed crimson with the blood not only of Jews, but of all men, of all religions, who do not accept the Fuhrer of Berlin. It is a continent where their special agony is reserved for Jews alone, however, where they, the people of the Bible, died two deaths, as Poles and Jews, as Czechs and Jews, as Frenchmen and Jews, as Dutch and Jews. This is so in every country where the iron heel grinds men into the dust. From this Europe, Jewish mothers have sent their sons and daughters with strangers they have never seen everywhere, anywhere, to escape the relentless manhunt. It is difficult for Americans to understand the horror they have known, but I shall try for a moment to make you realize what it has been. I will tell you about two children. Polish children. They lay exhausted in their beds this night of which I speak, wakeful and unhappy because they were hungry. They were hungry because their parents were Jews. And Jews are not given work in Poland, nor can they get bread by begging. Suddenly there was a wild commotion in the street. This meant only one thing, Germans. Contemptuous feet came bounding into the house. The children were snatched from their beds, still warm, voiceless with fear. Their parents, wild-eyed and beseeching, were informed that the children were being deported. Not tomorrow, not next week, but right now. This very night. Why? They had been born on Russian territory. The records showed it. Think what that mother must have felt as she grabbed up a few garments, kissed her children madly, and cursed the day they were born. As she saw them dragging down the street into the black night with hundreds of others for the journey to nowhere. New Thalia has rescued thousands from Germany, from Austria, from Czechoslovakia, from France, from Romania, from Denmark, from Hungary, among whom there were many children like these. They had been thrown like so much unwanted freight across the borders of their countries whenever the Germans marched in. They had existed, whole bands of them, ranging in age from two years to 17, in ditches, in open fields, crawling by night, hiding by day. But many of them had kept together because they had heard even these little and abandoned ones about something called Euthalia, about people who would save them, about a land called Palestine where Jews waited to take them in and fold them with love, nurse their wounds, restore their sanity. One Polish group, now living in Palestine, wandered for two long years ...before they were finally rescued. You may have heard about another group... ...which has also just come to Palestine. They were referred to constantly as the Theran children... ...and were part of a mass exodus of Jewish and non-Jewish Poles... ...who left their country and started on a grueling three-year trek... ...which took them through Russia by way of Siberia. From Tascant, from Samarkand, fabulous names... ...came more and more recruits to this ghastly odyssey until they stopped in the city of Tehran, in what was once Persia. For months, the wires flew back and forth. Members of the Youth Aliyah Department of the Jewish Agency in Palestine rushed to be among them. The Polish Red Cross organized relief. Negotiations were started to winnow out some 1,000 Jewish children from among this mass and bring them peace among their own people. Finally, through persistent efforts... On the part of Miss Henrietta Zold, who is the founder of Hadassah and also the head of the Youth Aliyah Bureau in Jerusalem, these 1,000 cast offs began the last lap of an unbelievably terrible journey by way of India, the Red Sea, and the Suez Canal. They are now in Palestine. They have been given physical and psychological first aid. The majority have no parents. Some were born en route. The others range in age from two months, I repeat, two months to 17. One five-year-old girl who was brought to the Hadassah Hospital in Haifa, worn to exhaustion, was beginning to revive slowly when she developed a strange fixation on a nurse who was her attendant. One day she whispered, pointing to the nurse, tremulous hope in every gesture, Is that my mommy? Tell me. Is that my mummy? Fellow Americans, such hunger as this is worse than the hunger for bread and meat. It is hunger of a tortured human being, a child, a five-year-old child for that animal warmth and mother love which nature decreed that each child must and should have. The word mummy had come to mean everything associated with kindness and cleanliness, food, love with everything this baby had never had, but only vaguely dreamed about and remembered through the haze of her short and pitiable infancy. Have I found a way to your heart? I sincerely hope so. For you and people like you must become mother and father to this child and others like her. She will be cured, I can promise you. She will be loved and played with and taught to laugh. She will be sent to school she will grow to maturity. She will be placed in a cooperative farm with God's son and heir around her. She will be taught to work and to love justice and democracy and her fellow man too. Despite every scar she bears, she will love these things. For the pioneers of Palestine who have taken her in, love them too, and are fighting to defend them. That simply stated is Youthalia the movement which is really a crusade of and four children. The British government issues the certificates for the entry of these children to the Jewish Agency for Palestine, the official body with which Great Britain deals on all Palestine matters. Fares and transportations are sometimes paid for by the American Jewish Joint Distribution Committee. The colonies, which are to receive the children, are aided by the United Palestine Appeal. In this country, Hadassah is the agency which raises funds for their education and maintenance. 6,000 certificates are available now. The British government has stated that in all, it will strive to bring about the entry of some 29,000 boys and girls. For every $240 we receive, we can guarantee maintenance and education for a refugee child in Palestine for one whole year. That means food, clothing, study, recreation, training, everything that would have been available to these children if their parents were providing for them. Truly, this is an exodus like that in the Bible, though the Jewish people are wandering today through another desert, a desert of blood and violence and hate, the like of which mankind has never seen. If you could look into the faces of these children, as I have seen them in photographs, and detect with what persistence a human being clings to his faith in the goodness and mercy of men despite all the hellish crimes which can be perpetrated, you would know that you dare not, for the moral good of all mankind, shut out my voice tonight without doing something about it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can address me to 1819 Broadway, New York City, 1819 Broadway, New York City. Now, from the beloved 23rd psalm in the Old Testament, I take my closing words. They are words we want to teach these children to say, not mechanically, but with deep fervor, for they express for us, as they have for generations of men and women, the faith we must have in each other and in God. Help Hadassah teach these children to say with conviction, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil.
1: Columbia has brought you Eddie Cantor, speaking for the Youth Aliyah Movement, which provides homes in Palestine for children from the Axis oppressed countries. May we repeat, ladies and gentlemen, that you may address your letters to Eddie Cantor at 1819 Broadway, New York City. That address again, 1819 Broadway, New York City. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: That will do it for today. If you uh, have a comment, email me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. I welcome your story or that of loved ones who served during World War II. Ken Curlin provides our opening theme music, KenCurlin.com. I am your host, Adam Graham. This uh, series is provided as a service of the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, GreatDetectives.net.